right, y'all, let's get into it. Um, this is Rant Not Over. Thank you for listening. Welcome back or welcome to, if this is your first time. Uh, my name is Rihanna, and I am the host of this fun podcast. And also, that sounded so corny. Um, I'm also realizing that I don't think I've ever given the pronunciation of my name over the course of the episodes. Maybe I did in the very first one back in like December 2020, but let's not go back and check because that podcast is hard to listen to. Um, but at least that means, you know, growth and I'm trying to improve this shit um, as often as I can. But yeah, basically just thank you for listening. I'm super excited um, about this topic today, dating, turn-ons and turn-offs. I am by myself. I'm solo dolo, um, which I was a little sad about. So I turned to you lovely people on Instagram and polled uh, my followers just to see like what you guys thought is your turn-ons and turn-offs. Because, you know, I didn't want to sit here and just tell you guys all of mine for three hours. <laughs> I'm not picky or anything. What? Um, so yeah, really thank you for the responses. If you took the time to do so, they were super interesting and entertaining and just, it's just cool to get like, you know, that perspective, um, outside of, you know, your own, my own. So I'm super excited. So I guess we can just jump into it. Um, and ironically enough, I will say that there were a lot more turn offs than turn ons, (laughs) um, which I guess isn't necessarily a bad thing. Maybe it just means that people are stronger and their convictions of knowing what they don't want as opposed to, you know, things that they do like or prefer. Um, And so, yeah, it's just kind of your preferences. And I'm just going to kind of bounce my ideas off of them. Like I said, they were super entertaining. So I do want to get into, let's get into it. Um, I want to start with turn ons because I think the turn offs are more entertaining. So let's keep this as climactic as possible. So I will end with turn offs and then I will also end with my own personal list of turn ons and turn offs. So short little lists, but all right, so let's get into it. So starting with turn ons and these are all going to be kept anonymous. Um, but I do at least will give you the genders, whether, you know, male or female, um, And honestly, just to give you like some kind of background, all of the responses were people from all over the dating spectrum, right? So obviously male, female, um, you know, straight, gay, bi, um, married, engaged, single, you know, serial dater, like just it's all over the spectrum. So just to give you an idea, but the only thing I will denote is whether or not they are male or female. So you can at least get that kind of perspective um, of where it's coming from. All right, so let's get into it. So these are the turn-ons. So the first one is a female, and she said when they ask about aspirations. And yes, girl, I agree. Two snaps on that one. It just shows that, like, one, they give a fuck enough about your aspirations, and that also kind of, you know, probably means they have some of their own. Um, And so that's just attractive, like someone who, you know, has goals and just is interested in learning about yours. I think that's, that's super powerful. Um, This next one is from a male, and he said, self-confidence and knowing what she wants and needs. Yeah, there was a few for sure um, that were, that came from men that said confidence. And I just want to touch on this a little bit because it's obviously a reoccurring theme, and it came from some females too, but, and there was also some where it was like confidence, but not cocky, right? Confidence, but not conceited. And 
I think confidence is so attractive. Like it just shows your security within yourself, um, which also may translate to your security within the relationship, right? Like if you're a confident person, you're not really easily swayed about, you know, the external, you're not really worried about other people, what they think, do, say, feel. And so that can be super important, you know, a make or break in the relationship. If someone doesn't have a lot of confidence, they're really insecure, always worried, you know, you're going to cheat on them. Who are you with, et cetera. And so, yeah, confidence is really powerful. Um, I will say that confidence doesn't have to mean like you walk into a room and you're loud and noisy and like are, you know, fiending for the attention and trying to bring the attention to you and being obnoxious. Um, as opposed to like, you know, silent confidence, I think is the most sexy thing where you just kind of walk into a room and command attention just by your energy and by your actions, like in through your words and you're just smooth and you, you know, you can be an introvert and be confident, but I definitely think that is important on both sides. I think everyone finds that attractive. Um, this is from a female. She said, thoughtfulness. I love a thoughtful man, girl, me and you both. I'm not going to lie to you. One of my love languages is gifts and not in like a superficial, like monetary value kind of way, but just like you know, someone does something small for you because they think of you. Like, you picked up a bouquet of flowers from the freaking side of the road. Like, picked them from the garden, not, like, picked them off of concrete. Um, or you bought me a lighter with a moon on it. Or you bought me a little plant. Like, I don't know, just stupid, like, not stupid shit, but shit that, like, makes me feel heard and seen. Um, and it's just really thoughtful. So, I agree there. Um, this female said, a good back-and-forth conversation with fun banter and intentional with a plan. Yeah, a thousand percent. Like back and forth banter, banter in general is my shit. Like if that was a love language, that would be my love language. I love banter. Um, I love conversation. Like I love the wit behind it. I love, I think that's so important. Um, it's just like, it's easy and it flows. And like conversation for me is huge. And so when there's barriers there, when like people can't understand your sense of humor or they aren't, you know, really equipped to like deal with deeper topics, it kind of, I don't know, it, it's difficult to um, attract. And then intentional with the plan. So yeah, definitely someone who's like intentional and just has their shit kind of popping off a little bit. Um, this female has two answers. She says, remembers the little things and consistency and always trying to win the person over and putting an effort. Yeah, I definitely think all of those things go in hand. I think it's extremely important to, you know, not stop dating, like not stop doing the thing that you did to court or to impress the person in the first place. I think, you know, we often get someone in our presence and we think the job is done and that's not the case. So I think the consistent effort and, you know, trying to constantly win that person over definitely goes a long way. All right, so this next turn on is from a male, and he says, mature communication. Yeah, I think that's extremely important. Like, heavy on the, you could have just said that, <laughs> you know? Like, we're adults, and communication is something that I'm trying to work on, and so I expect it from um, someone else, for sure. This female says, whenever a guy is intellectually stimulating, a.k.a. able to keep a conversation going, Say it louder for the people in the motherfucking back <laughs> because there is nothing more attractive to me personally when 
a guy is intellectually stimulating to the point where like I feel challenged in the conversation I feel like I'm learning new things like without being undermined right and it just just to not be boring like I don't know just some, like what do you like the stupid shit of texting like what are you doing what are you doing WID how's your day I don't know maybe that's a little harsh but I don't know I'm just not super into like small talk I never really have been um and so someone who's like able to kind of like again going with the banter but just have the intellectually stimulating let's dig a little deeper let's you know have fun with this that's super attractive and also something that really can't be taught it's either there or it's not and you know no shade to the person if you don't have that but like you're not going to be my person <laughs> personally um all right let's keep it going so this female has me geeking she put so many different um responses <laughs> for turn-ons so she's the first one she said is if their house is clean and organized yeah pop off like it's so important to me and I don't need you to be a neat freak I don't need you to have OCD but like just taking care of your space is a super attractive quality um I'm a generally I'm a pretty clean person I like you know I don't like messes I don't like dirty especially like when people leave dirty dishes and shit in their sink Oof, it's a no for me dog so just think clean and even better if you're organized like that shit's sexy like yeah you got a little bookshelf okay pop off um she also put green thumb and so for those of you who don't know what a green thumb is it's basically someone who's like able to take care of plants and tends to be really good with plants um and so as a plant mom herself um yeah I definitely think it's attractive for like a guy to have a plant or two or ten whatever I don't I definitely don't expect guys to have plants but it's a nice little surprise like if a guy has a nice little spot and like you know he just has one nice you know statement plant or two um I think it's cute it just shows kind of like a nurturing softer side and it like it makes the place look better there's some greenery it's yeah so fake plants do not count by the way like, it's cool. I like, you know, you get an E for effort on a fake plant, but when you have a real plant, when that shit can actually die if you don't take care of it, that is what's attractive. Um, she also said if they treat their mom well. Yes, I could not agree more. I think that's extremely attractive. Um, and I guess, I mean, this is a whole other topic about mama's boys, but it's kind of twofold because... You can have a mama's boy that, like, ends up being a narcissist because his mother has just basically fed him his entire life that he's a perfect specimen and nothing's wrong with him and nothing is ever his fault. So those kind of mama's boys are a little red flaggish. Um, but if it's someone who just, like, you know, really respects their mother and, like, takes care of them and just wants to honor them and, you know, and there's nothing more attractive than that. Um... All right, so we had a male, and he said independence. Yes, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. You know what that means. Definitely independence. Um, and I can definitely see that coming from a male's perspective just because, like, you know, even if from a female, like, I, I, you want someone who has their own shit, right, who has their own life outside of you. Um, and so I think this happens more with, you know, females being the kind of codependent ones more than the males there are you know anomalies there but 
you know, as a male, I can't imagine like having a female that's completely codependent on me because she doesn't have, you know, her own life kind of going on. That's not super attractive. Um, this female said a good personality, (laughs) obviously I'm not about to fuck with you if I don't like your personality and reciprocity. Mm. Y'all can't see me, but I just mimicked a mic drop because yes, reciprocity is my favorite word to exist ever. And it's so crucial. It's so important. It's, I don't know. It even sounds good. Reciprocity. Like I sound smart as shit saying it. So just to have something that's reciprocal in nature is just super attractive when a guy like is not afraid to like show that he likes you or really does fuck with you. Um, and isn't afraid to verbalize it and also show it is super cool. Cause when I like someone like, you know, it's obvious, right. Or, you know, whatever, if I'm dating someone, if we're actually dating and, um, you know, it's, I think we're at age where like, it's admirable to put yourself out there and to not play these stupid ass games of like cat and mouse. Like, no, if you like someone say it with your chest and just shoot your shot or like whatever the case is. Um, and so when, you know, you put that out there and someone actually reciprocates it back, I think that's a really attractive quality. Um, so these next two are males. The first one said good taste in food, likes to eat different things. Okay. Just at me next time. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. I could not agree. Like I could not agree more because I'm going to tell you something. Okay. If you're eating chicken nuggets and French fries, um, and you're a grown ass adult, we're not going to work out. <laughs> Listen, it, nah, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand on that, honestly, because it's different, like whatever, if you go to fast food, but like, if you're going to like nice ass restaurants or just restaurants in general, and you can never branch out from chicken tenders and French fries. And listen, I'm completely empathetic to the fact that there are people that are like genuinely picky and cannot help it. I understand that. I, you know, I know some of those people. However, if you are incapable of trying new foods and you refuse to like branch out and at least experience and explore your palate, that's a no for me. Like for someone who like refuses to even try a tomato because it looks gross and they don't think they're going to like it. That's like one of the quickest ways to piss me off. Honestly, is not trying something because you think you're not going to like it. Like just put that shit in your mouth, like a big boy or girl and (laughs) chew it and swallow it. And if you don't like it, drink some water and like, it's not going to kill you. Okay. I obviously feel really strongly about that. Um, this next male said, Passion and drive toward a goal or anything really, LOL. (laughs) That's funny because like how I'm reading that is I'm sure exactly how he meant it. It's like we all want someone who's passionate and who's driven, you know, towards a goal, who's ambitious. And then he says, or anything really, like towards a goal or anything, because that really is true. It's like, yeah, we want people to be passionate and driven or whatever, But it's like, we don't need you to have the biggest goal in the world of like, you know, trying to be the next Elon Musk or like go to the moon. You know what I'm saying? Just as far as like, just be passionate and ambitious about like the life that you're living and enjoy it and like live it with, you know, veracity. And I don't think that's the word I wanted to use, whatever. But like, you know what I'm saying? Just live it intentionally and just fruitfully um, and energetically. That's basically what that means. And at least how I'm interpreting it. So I agree with that for sure. All right. 
I'm kind of powering through these. Um, let's see. Okay, so this next turn on is from a female, and she said phone calls. Yes. Yes, queen. I love that. Um, that really is true because as someone who, like, isn't a huge texter, like, I'll, I'll text if we're, like, actually talking about something or, you know, if we're trying to make plans, whatever. But, like, it really is attractive to have someone, like, call you on the phone. And not if it's unsolicited. Like, if I'm not rocking with you like that, like, do not call me. I think that's unattractive. And I will watch the phone ring <laughs> and let it go to voicemail. Also, my voicemail box might be full, so I don't even know if you can let me know what's up. But I definitely think it's attractive to, like, have someone phone, like, phone call or I even, like, FaceTime. Um, it just shows, like, maturity instead of, you know, I don't know. I think, yeah, that's definitely a turn on for sure. Unless they do it too much, then that's a turn off. Like, quit hitting my line. Um, this female says communication, understanding, and loyalty. Yeah, I think those are, like non-negotiables like those are the top three basics of like communication understanding is so important I always say that communication isn't just you know talking back and forth it's like having the ability of the other person to listen with intent and you listen with intent and not with the intent to reply but with the intent to actually understand that person I think that's super valuable in any relationship familial platonic you know romantic whatever um Okay, so all these next ones are females. Uh, the first one says adventurous dates. Ooh, I love that. I think that's, yeah, very true. Because as someone who, like, I'm trying to branch out into more interesting shit. Um, I want to learn how to play pool this year. Like, I know how to play, but I want to, like, perfect the game or just, you know, become really good at it. Um, you know, hiking, bowling, like, just things that don't involve, like, going to sit at a bar and just, like, having a drink. Like, obviously, that's, you know... A thing to do I'm not saying to completely write that off altogether but yeah just definitely adventure like having a picnic and going to sit in the middle of uptown like just you know a little day trip just things like that I think yeah can go a long way um this next girl says consistency effort and vulnerability <sighs> that v word girl that v word vulnerability yeah it is very attractive when a man is able to be vulnerable and not act like a hard ass. Um, and this is coming from a female who acts like a hard ass. Me. Like, not the girl who <laughs> put that on there. Even though you are, you are, you are a tough girl. I love it. Um, but, yeah, vulnerability is so key. And it's hard. I feel, I feel like it's becoming more accepted in society. Like, especially, you know... I feel like women, we can always be kind of vulnerable and it's just in our nature, right? Like we're, you know, feminine energy, but I feel like it's becoming more talked about and more open amongst men, um, which makes me really excited because I just can't imagine like of all the feelings that I have, if I were shunned and not able to express them, I would literally implode. So I think just being vulnerable with your feelings, um, even, you know, as hard as it may be to say them or even feel them or acknowledge them, I think is really attractive and, and it shows maturity. Um, this girl says cleanliness, effort, good style, hardworking. Yeah. Cleanliness for sure. Effort. Yes. Good style. Yeah. Let's talk about it because, <laughs> and listen, good style to everyone means different things, but you know, you want to like be attracted to like how the person kind of 
you know, their, their swagger a little bit, you know, you want to be like, okay, I feel you. Also, there's this podcast that I've been listening to and it's these two women, it's called Girls Gotta Eat. And she literally says how like, you know, you really, we're not, you shouldn't go into a relationship trying to change a man, but if you gotta like change his clothes a little bit, that's fine. Um, so I think that's funny. Because, you know, that is something that can be changed without emasculating a man. But if they have it right out the gate, then, yeah, that's super attractive. Uh, this next female says, invested in themselves physically, emotionally, and financially. Yeah, all the above, all around. Like, just invested in themselves, is constantly working on themselves, trying to better themselves. Like, that's just extremely attractive and honestly, like, a necessity in my book. Um, this next female says confidence. We already touched on that. That's obviously super key. Um, this guy, yeah. So this guy says seeing a woman that is truly confident in herself and compassionate in her thoughts. So yeah, just going back to the idea of confidence and just having purpose and just really like, you know, feeling driven. Um, this next one is the female. She says always striving to do better, be better and do bigger things. Yeah. Same thing there. Just like just don't be complacent, you know, just like every day is a new opportunity to, to do something. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, monumental, but just these little incremental steps of trying to be better, do better, learn something, you know, become a better human, I think is just so crucial. Um, this female says planning, planning, sorry, comma, effort, directness, and communication. Yeah, basically just like a man who like gives a shit and isn't afraid to show it. Like, there's nothing more attractive than a man that's like, I feel this way. I want to do this. Let's go here. Be ready by this time tomorrow night. Mm. Mm. All right. I'm getting turned on. Okay. This next one, being able to hold a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if I'm sitting there having to carry the conversation the whole time, which I've been in those scenarios where I feel like the conversation, the fate of the conversation is on my back. That is so much pressure that I literally just like, I'm just, I just have a monologue at that point because you obviously don't have enough to contribute to the conversation. And like I said, conversation and communication skills are so important to me that that's a barrier that I don't think I could get past if they were um, bad at it. Um, this one says respectful to the waiter always. As, yeah, uh, as someone who literally worked six years in the service industry working at restaurants, there is nothing more attractive than a male who is disrespectful to wait staff, who doesn't know how to tip, who doesn't have simple manners. Like, yo, please and thank you. Go so fucking far. They go so far. And like not being a dick to people in service, like I tip a dollar for any service that I get, like not in a restaurant, hear me out, but like if I'm like getting a sub or if I just go through like casual dining or if I get ice cream, like if someone scoops it, like whatever it is, I at least give a dollar or two. Um, obviously if I'm at a restaurant, I always tip way more, but yeah, it just, it shows a lot about their character. I wouldn't say it's like, it's the principle of it for sure. Um, and this next one kind of goes into that. This other girl said how they treat others. I've been saying that a lot recently that you know, it's, there's a lot to be said about a person by how they treat other people. And that may sound super like obvious. Um, but it's just something that I've been really paying attention to recently is 
how do you treat other people in front of them or behind their back, right? Like, how do you talk about other people? How do you kind of engage with other people? And yeah, that's definitely very telling about a person. Uh, this female says consistency and staying true to their word. Let me tell you, a love language is following through. There's nothing more unattractive than empty promises. Uh, like if you're going to say it, stand on it and do it. And if you're not, communicate that you can't or whatever. But like if it becomes a recurring pattern, then hella red flags and I'm out of there. Okay, this girl said in all caps, planning a fun date planning emphasis on planning because she's not just trying to you know pop out with a hey babe we should go to dinner you know coming from her and then you're like okay yeah like she wants you to take the initiative to plan and I definitely can you know admire that because I think relationships are equal partnerships and I'm willing to do shit like that and so that's why I think it's so frustrating when someone else isn't it's because it's like I'd be down to plan a date. Like, I like to do fun surprise things. I like to do spontaneous things. Um, and so I expect that from someone else. <laughs> Back to reciprocity. Like, I want that shit to be reciprocated if it's something that I'm putting in effort. All right, y'all. We're almost done with these turn-ons. Um, so communication. Yeah, for sure. We've seen that. That's reoccurring. Um this female says, when someone actually listens to you and is invested in the conversation, yes, I'll get to this a little bit later, but yes, having someone who is present and actively listening and actively participating, and like I said, listening with, not with the intent to reply, but with the intent to understand is a huge turn on. Um, this girl says, showing emotion. Yeah, absolutely. Just going back to vulnerability of, you know, just show me how you feel. Tell me how you feel. Like, that's attractive. Um, she also says learning to love in their love language. So I'm assuming she means the guy and them knowing their love languages or learning them and then being able to love in them. So, yeah. And also think it goes the other way of like knowing your partner's love language and, you know, kind of it's a compromise there of like learning to love them and their own love language. Um, it's super selfless and I think important for a relationship. Um, this guy says... When both people are actively listening, when the other is telling a story slash discussion. Yeah, so kind of went back to the um, another girl was saying of just, like, being intentional with your listening and being an active participant in the conversation and, like, making me feel heard. I think that's super important. Um, another one says confidence. <laughs> this guy says when she offers to pay for a part of the date. All right, so I'm not going to lie to you. I definitely uh, replied to this one personally and we both ended up being on the same page. But if I go on a first date, I never feel entitled to someone's like money or like, you know, for someone to spend money on me, whatever. I don't, I never feel entitled to that. I think subconsciously there's always a part in the back of my head where it's like, okay, it's the first date. Like he's the guy, he probably will pay, but if he doesn't, whatever. Right. Um, and there've been a few times where I always offer always like even when I was dating, um, Maybe not every time I was dating, like, in a relationship, but especially, okay, let's just go back to first dates. Like, I will offer to pay. Like, oh, we can split it or, like, not even split it. Like, I'll take mine. You know, like, I don't want you to pay for me. Um, and I say that genuinely because I do have the money and the means and the intentions to pay for it. But it's also, it's not like a test. Like, I'm not doing it to test them, like, intentionally. 
but it really says a lot about someone when they refuse to let you pay or when they so easily just like, okay, yeah, like, go ahead. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I can go both ways, but I definitely insist on paying if it's someone that I don't intend to see again because it's like, I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not trying to get just a free meal or free drinks out of you. I don't mind paying. Um, But yeah, if I'm like attracted to someone, you know, we're having a first date, like we're rocking, it's cool. And then I'm like, oh no, no, like I got it. Like I'll pay for mine. And they're like, okay, cool. Then I'm kind of like, oh, like, hmm. like you had me for a second and then you lost me a little bit. So like I said, I don't do it on purpose, but it is something that like strikes me. But I think going into a relationship and being in one, especially for a long time, I'm definitely a huge proponent of like, you know, back and forth, like the guy pays, the girl pays or like, you know, splitting it or whatever, like on dates. Um, also, it's nice if the guy, you know, was able to take care of it, but I just don't think it should always be that expectation because if I were, if roles were reversed and I was a guy and I was just like automatically expected by society to pay for shit every single time, I'd be bitter. Like, no. So I definitely think, you know, it can, it can kind of be switched up there. Um, all right, last page, y'all. And then we're going to get into the turn offs. So again, we have confidence, um, Similar mindsets, so not the exact same, but someone that still challenges me. Similar hobbies and interests. Yeah, I definitely think that's super attractive. As you know, someone who's like kind of on the same wavelength. And even if you don't have the exact same interests, there's still, you know, a conversational challenge there. Um, This female says decisiveness, loyalty, kindness, drive, and goals. Decisiveness. I like that a lot, actually. Um, Cause I'm a pretty indecisive person and I feel like I'm always like in my friend groups or like whatever. It just depends on the certain scenarios. But a lot of the times I feel like I'm a natural like leader in cases where I'll be like, okay, let's do this or whatever, you know, like just like decision maker. And sometimes it's nice to kind of have someone take the reins. And honestly, that's happened to me a lot with guys too. Like I'm a pretty, like have a lot of masculine energy for a female and I sometimes, maybe it's like a defense mechanism, but I will like take control of like the situation or just, I don't know, act, not act tougher than I am. Like, I don't even know how to really word that, but either way, it's nice when a guy is able to like take control of the situation and make the decisions. And it's just a nice like change of pace. Cause it is nice as like a You know, I don't think I'm an alpha female. I mean, maybe, I don't know, whatever. I don't even know what the fuck that means, really. But, um, you know, it's nice to, like, feel, like, feminine and, like, submissive. Because any female can be submissive for the right guy um, if they kind of, you know, create that safe energy for them. Um, This guy says, actively working towards bettering yourself every day in some capacity, mainly mindset. And, uh, yeah, that's extremely important, like definitely mindset. I can't express this enough. And if you're not actively working on it and like not even conscious of it, uh, it's, I can't, I mean, I can try to help you, but like, also I'm not here to fix guys, you know, like I'm at the point where it's like, okay, come as you are. Cause I'm coming as I am. And like, we can grow together, but I'm not going to sit here and try to change you. Cause I wouldn't want you to do that with me. Um, so yeah, just be actively working on yourself. <laughs> my friend, my friend says, 
when he wears a mask on a date to see you. <laughs> we love it. I'm indifferent. Like, I'm so weird about... Or maybe she meant this for turn-offs. I don't know. If you're listening to this, let me know, girl. But, um... Yeah, I guess it shows, like, a sign of, like, respect of, like, you know, we are in a pandemic. I'm respecting your space. I'm respecting the rules. Um, but, yeah, I'm a little indifferent on that. Um, this one, last one, she says, a man that assumes picking up the check for the date and doesn't make it weird at all. Okay. So, yeah, you kind of already heard my spiel about how I feel about that. But I definitely, like I said, <coughs> excuse me, it can be a turn on when a guy, like, just doesn't it doesn't make a big deal out of it that's definitely a turn on like for sure and i don't expect it but when he does it i'm like okay <laughs> you get a little brownie point in my head i'm not telling you but that's definitely attractive <sighs> all right i'll need a sip of tea because i feel like i've just been talking the whole time which i definitely have been but now we're about to get into the juicy stuff so we're gonna get into turn offs and there's so many. Y'all are so funny. Um, oh, wait. I'm sorry. No, wait. I do have a few more turn-ons. Okay. One of my friends says, <laughs> I think she misunderstood the assignment at first, but she said, veins in the arms. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing sexier when a guy has, like, if we're talking about physical turn-ons, if a guy has, like, veiny arms and, like, big hands, I'm, I love, like, a manly hand. And she also said the back of her neck. <laughs> Yo, she's freaky. Back of her neck is a turn on spot, but I definitely get that. Like, I like, like, behind the ear a little bit or, like, whatever. But, um, yeah, for sure, neck. Um, and also, she said making her work for it is a turn on, which I actually like a lot because it's, like, that part of, like, being vulnerable, but... It's not like cat and mouse necessarily, but it's in, okay, to preface this, she said not too fast, making me work for it. So like, it's not like a, he's playing a game, he's playing hard to get, but it's like a, like create some kind of mystery there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need you to lay all of your cards on the table the very first time we meet. Um, I think mystery can be attractive. Um, being able to have, being able to talk to someone in depth, super important, um, confident but not conceited and humor. Yeah. Honestly, humor is non-negotiable for me. I'm probably always going to be the funniest one in the relationship just by default because I'm a funny bitch. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Um, but yeah, definitely like some sense of humor. It, to me, humor just displays intelligence. Like if you can be witty and sarcastic, to me it automatically just kind of resonates with like, oh, you're also smart and intelligent like you have the capacity to kind of have that kind of sense of humor so um turn ons for another one is vulnerability this is all from one person vulnerability goofiness intelligence um, reassurance physical touch and maturity for sure um and this last one this girl says when someone has their shit together exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point yes girl i'm right there with you and like listen i say having their shit together very loosely because no one really has their shit together right like it can all look really pretty from the outside but we all got some kind of shit going on but i think just you know 
having some semblance of just like an adult, right? Like you kind of, we all know what we mean by have your shit together. Like have a job or some sort of income, you know, have a car maybe, um, you know, like be mature, emotionally intelligent, be able to feed yourself, be able to do laundry, be able to cook. Like these are like kind of basics, right? Like for being a human, but just having your shit together in the sense of like, you don't need to, you're not going out to the bar seven times a week, getting drunk as fuck. You can't handle your shit. You're like, you got hella debt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just those kind of things are very unattractive. Um, all right. So now I promise we are getting into the juicy ones of turn offs. So we're going to start with the first one, which is on the, being on their phones. Like I literally walk out. I saw this and I just started doing preacher hands. Like, yes, bitch. Yes. Because when I am with someone that I truly enjoy their presence and I am like super just appreciative of their time, like one of my other love languages is quality time. Um, if I like you and if I, you know, my people in general, I love being around my people. It's like super fulfilling to me. And so if someone is sitting there on their phone when we're supposed to be spending quote unquote quality, intimate time together, it makes me not insecure. Isn't the right word, but like I'm well aware of it. Like it makes me kind of like shut off a little bit, like shut down maybe, um, I just don't want to open up as much because I'm like, you're not really hearing me. You're not really taking this in. And I don't really give a fuck to like give you the depths of my soul if you're just going to stare into your phone. So for sure. I definitely agree with that. Um, this next girl says a man over 25 who doesn't plan a date. Yes. And like, like I said, I think it goes both ways. I think it's super fun. Like we're in a modern world where women also have the power and the autonomy to plan dates. You know, I definitely like doing shit like that, but yeah, for sure. A man over 25 saying, come through for a first or second date, come through, come over Netflix and chill. Like, unless we're on that same page of Netflix and chill, I'm so unimpressed and like have better. I can Netflix and chill by myself, bruh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, just plan something. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Like, yo, I got us Chick-fil-A. Let's go eat in the park. You know what I'm saying? Like the effort is so minimal, but it's just the effort of planning something. And especially if like we're dating, um, like if you're courting me to like try to date, like that's, I mean, come on now when they go hours without communication. Yes. I'm a huge proponent on that. That goes back to communication in general of just being like straight up, like, Hey, I'm going to be busy for these next few hours. Um, I'll get back to you when I can. Right. And like, it's, you know, just respecting other people's time. Um, and also on that note, it depends. Cause like if you're getting to know someone and like it's hours between, I think that's, you know, kind of fine. Like I said, I don't really love texting like that, but as long as the conversation is like juicy and interesting. Um, but you know, once you start to get, get a little bit more serious, I definitely think that like, if you go eight hours without, without responding, I think it's just courteous to be like, Hey, I'm doing this thing. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a courtesy because whether we'd like to admit it or not, we all get in our own heads of why aren't they texting back? Blah, 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 blah. You know? So like, it's just, it's courtesy. And, uh, if you don't want to text that person, then also tell them that that's also courtesy so they can move the fuck on with their lives and not waste another breath on you. Um, 
turn off. Another one is not having his place clean. Yes, we already harped on this in the turn ons, but definitely like if I'm walking into his place and it's messy and dirty and smelly, it's a no. It's a no for me. Like, nice to meet you. Glad we can do this. Not doing it again. Um, my friend says, when you have to ask him to do the obvious. Yeah. Maybe that's just like a female and a male. I'm sure it's just any couple, honestly. Hetero, homo, like whatever it is. Like, I think it's definitely annoying when you have to ask someone to do the obvious. But also, here's another thing that I'm trying to be cognizant of. Just because it's obvious to me doesn't necessarily mean it's obvious to the other person. So that's also maybe where communication can come in on our end. And like, it's one thing if you've already mentioned it and it's a reoccurring thing. Like if you have to, you know, repeat yourself three or four times, then that's another story. But I am guilty of it too, where I'm like, why would they not just do this? Like, this just, it's so obvious. Like it needs to be done. Or like, why wouldn't they just do this little thing? And like, to me, it's so obvious, but I have to be aware that it may not be that obvious to the other person. Um, and so, like I said, just at least communicating it. And then it's a problem if they, if it's not clicking after that. Um, this guy said not treating others with respect, kindness, and being inconsiderate. Yeah, that's really huge for me. I don't think I really know a lot of mean, like quote unquote mean, nasty people. I don't surround myself with people like that, but just someone who's like just disrespectful and just for me, like judgmental. I hate when people are judgmental. Um, but yeah, and this girl says, uh, inconsistency for sure. Like don't, especially like say if we talk about something in a relationship and I bring up something that's bothering me and you fix it and then you only fix it for a week and then we're having to have the same conversation again. Like, you know, it's just being consistent and, um, yeah, just talking about it. If you have a hard time being consistent, but like not just doing it for the meanwhile and then letting shit fade off. That is pretty frustrating. Um, this girl says lack of communication and acting like a hard ass. Yeah. Again, lack of communication and another, actually the next one, a guy says the very same thing, lack of communication. So basically y'all like, we just got to talk more and like, it's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to sound great. We're not always going to have the right language we need to get our feelings out and put them into words. But it really just becomes like a muscle that you have to work again and again. And it gets stronger and it gets better with time. Like we're not all born knowing how to be eloquent and articulate. Um, and so I think just communicating, even if it's through text at the beginning, like however you're able to get out your feelings comfortably and then you know, things kind of progress from there. Um, <laughs> this girl says immediately asks for pics and then thinks they are entitled to it. Yeah. Ew. Hell no. Don't ask for pictures. Cause I'm like, just don't do it. That's so unattractive. Like you have Instagram, you have the internet, like go Google some other shit. Like you're not, I'm not the one, <laughs> um, unless I like you but then you won't, you won't have to ask for them. Um, all right. So I have this girl said, gave me three responses or four responses. Um, she says, if he doesn't know how to cut up his food properly, I'm out. I'm weak because yeah, 
Like, if you're over here, like, not knowing how to hold a fork and knife, bruh. <sighs> and listen, I'm very grateful. My mother taught me table manners. I hated it when it was happening, but I'm thankful now because I see some adults and I'm like, oh my gosh, you are chewing with your mouth open and you're holding your knife and fork like a truck driver. What is happening? She also said, if you got flat pillows, I'm judging. Dang, dog. That just told me to, I got to <laughs> replace my pillows. They're not super flat, but I do need new pillows. Um, but I feel that though. Because like bedding is just, it can be a turn on or a turn off. Like if you go to a guy's place and he just has a blanket and like two flat pillows, like that's not sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like do a little something. Like give me some. Give me some fluffy pillows and some, uh, I don't know, something, a body pillow, something. Um, she also says on a serious note, if he's disrespectful to the server, um, that speaks on their character. Yeah, for sure. I mentioned that earlier. Like, you just got to be nice to service industry people now more than ever, but especially just in general. Like, if you are a piece of shit to them, I literally am so embarrassed and I don't want to associate myself with you. Um, this guy says lacks ambition and motivation. Yeah, there's a lot of these <laughs> you'll see as I read them, but just it's so unattractive when someone just doesn't give a fuck. Like you're just okay being complacent and being in the same realm of life that you're in, even if life is good, but like just be motivated about something, be ambitious about something, something little. I don't care. Get like a ant farm or something, but like just you know put a little bit of effort um this girl says clinginess and feeling suffocated <sighs> and this is hard because this definitely comes up as a reoccurring theme in turnoffs as well and it's difficult because i always think like it's not considered clinginess and being suffocated if you like the person right like it's only it only feels clingy and suffocating if it's someone that you're not into and they're putting in a bunch of effort and you're like oof like I want this, but not from you. And so I think that's very situational because it can definitely be rebranded when it comes from the right person. But if it's the wrong person, yeah, that shit can definitely feel suffocating. It's like, ooh, like, let me breathe a little bit. Like, I'm my own person. I'm still trying to, like, you know, be independent out here. Like, hop off. Um, let's go next page. So another turnoff is coming from a guy. And he says, keeping questions to the surface, dodging meaningful conversation. Yeah. Going back to the whole, just like having deep conversations, being able to get past the small talk. And especially when they, here's the thing, when they, if they're dodging meaningful conversation, I take that as like, I mean, there could be many reasons, but it's either, you know, maybe it's something's traumatic for them. They don't necessarily want to bring it up yet. Some people are definitely more guarded than others, but then it's also like, are you dodging it because you just don't have the capacity to get that deep? Because that's another thing. And like I said, that can't really be fixed. Like, if you're not deep, you're just not a deep person. And that's fine. That's your experience as a human. But as someone who appreciates depth and meaningful conversation, I'm going to need you to be able to dig deep with me, baby. Okay? Okay. Um, this girl says, cutting me off. You don't care to listen. And what you have to say is more important, question mark. Yeah, I definitely hate being cut off. I also am aware that maybe sometimes I do it. And I'm not always cognizant of the fact of when I'm doing it. But in conversation, I try to like, <clears throat> excuse me, I try to not 
always redirect the conversation to me or about me. Like I really try to, you know, encourage questions on, you know, their end and like allow them to elaborate um, instead of just being like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, but this is about me, you know? So yeah, I think that's important. Definitely a turn off and definitely something just to be aware of, um, you know, from your personal standpoint also. Um, this girl says, can't control their temper and emotions, <clears throat> blaming hypocrisy. Yeah, not being able to control your temper and emotions is definitely some deep-rooted issue that I cannot fix and no one else can fix but you and a therapist. Um, so go to therapy, boo. Um, and then hypocrisy is definitely huge. Like the whole double standard is beyond me and it's something I will not tolerate because, yeah, we're not playing that game, basically. <clears throat> uh, this girl says, loud energy. Yeah, same. I'm like, the older I get, the more triggered I kind of get from loud noises. And so I love an expressive, you know, energetic, outgoing person. But there's a difference between that and just like straight up being loud and obnoxious and like unaware of the fact of your loud presence um, and how it might affect other people. And like I said, some people are just like that naturally, but doesn't mean you are my person. <laughs> um this girl says passiveness, ambivalence, sexist, racist, homophobic, and or transphobic. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, passiveness for sure, because it's like, like I said, it's sexy when a guy can take the reins, especially as a female who is pretty like dominant by nature where I can like make decisions and, you know, kind of take the reins if I need to. And I mostly do, but I don't like it. I'm like, no, like take them from me. Like, I will be submissive if you just fucking, like, give me a safe space to, like, feel like you can take control and I can trust that. Um, sexist, racist, homophobic, and or transphobic. Yeah, it's a no for me. Like, especially in this day and age, it's just, if you have any opinion about that besides the fact of, like, let people live their life and live their truth and be happy there's no other conversation that I want to have with you like that needs that's it um and that's a non-negotiable for me I mean especially racist like I'm half black <laughs> and homophobic and yeah sexist I'm a female so like fuck that we're not going to do that little undermining underpinning bullshit um homophobic transphobic it's just no like no I don't know what else to say about that except for like, nah, it's, we're not going to be a match. Cause I think that just translate into like, it translates deeper into their character and who they are. Right. It's not just those things. It's like the principle of why do you have an issue with that? Like we obviously are not morally aligned. So I agree. Um, this girl says too many girlfriends, <laughs> lazy, messy car, living space, nonchalant attitude. Too many girlfriends. Yeah, that's very interesting. I've never dealt with that situation. Um, or I've ever, like, really dated or talked to a guy, like, that I knew of that had a lot of female friends. I don't... I can't say it would bother me or it wouldn't bother me because I haven't been in that scenario. But I'm, like, not a really insecure person when it comes to relationships anyways. I'm, like, you know, I trust you till I bust you kind of thing. Um, and so this is where transparency really comes into play of, like... If you have female friends, amazing. But, like, when you start being sneaky about it, that's when it becomes suspicious. And so if you're just open about it and, you know, I'm hanging out with blah, 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 or, like, 
especially it's different like if you're included also right like if i'm included in the plans and like i'm not just exiled every time he wants to hang out with his female friends so i think that's definitely a situational basis but it can be a red flag if it's mishandled um this girl says gaslighting and misogyny yeah narcissists are out there ladies be careful (laughs) um i've never made it far enough into a relationship where i could have been gaslit um yeah i like have a pretty strong sense for i don't want to say narcissist and use that word so lightly but narcissistic tendencies gaslighting love bombing all of those things like they stick out to me um pretty quickly at least like within the first three months if not way sooner so i tend to stay away but either way yeah huge red flag huge turn off gotta go um, this guy said if 90% of their friends are from the opposite sex. So if it's a female who has a lot of guy friends and you put a bunch of red flags. So who hurt you, my guy? Who hurt you? But like I said, just again, as long as there's transparency behind it, like especially if they were friends before you even were in the picture, like you can't help who, you know, their friends are. Um, but I do agree that like, you know, a female should definitely have some close female friends i don't know what i would do without my girls so i can see that there but yeah just like i said transparency open and honesty (laughs) this girl said lmao them breathing i don't know if she meant like straight up like if they breathe it's a turn off like hold your breath shut the fuck up (laughs) or like if you can hear them breathing, because that's a turn off for me. Like, I don't know why. I guess it's different if you're a guy, like whatever. A lot of them are just louder breathers. But if I'm just sitting there and like hearing someone's breath and like hearing their like nose hairs whistle, that is a, it's a little annoying, you know? I'm like, mm, go blow your nose or like do something about that. Um, this girl said, scent. So a scent is a turnoff. I asked for elaboration. They didn't give any, but I can imagine it's just like hygiene in general, which comes up again. But yeah, just like, you know, brush your teeth, wash your body, wash your face. Um, What else? Wear deodorant, wear a little bit of perfume, cologne, and not the cheap shit. I mean, I wear cheap shit, but like it doesn't smell like cheap shit. I'm saying like, guys, don't sit there. Like, don't, don't use axe body spray it just reminds me of my eighth my eighth grade boyfriend and um yeah it just smells cheap oh there's nothing i fucking hate when i'm in the gym and there is a guy that comes in there and like i'm literally choking on his cologne i get so pissed off uh it's so unnecessary like that's don't overdo it yeah we all want to smell clean and like you know be clean but don't overdo it um Let's see, what do we got next? Okay, so this girl says, not goal-oriented. There needs to be short-term and long-term goals. You can't be a bum. I feel that. Yeah, like, and whether or not the goals are, like, super laid out and planned out and strategized, I think just having some semblance of, this is how I see my life, this is what I'm working towards. Like, we don't want someone that's just sitting around, twiddling their thumbs, waiting you know, just waiting, (laughs) like go out there and get it, make it work. Um, a guy says someone who does not have goals. All right. Reoccurring theme and is comfortable where they are at. 
yeah, I think that's it. And, and the next one says complacency. So yeah, for sure. Like I think just we all want someone, especially if you're a pretty self-aware, self-involved person who's trying to better themselves and like level up in life. It's inevitable that we're going to want a partner who also does the same. So I'm right there with y'all. Um, this guy says when they are too clingy. Yeah. And like I said, goes back to the whole, like, if you like someone, it's not considered clingy. Like it's flattering. You're like, hell yeah. They want to talk to me. Like I want to talk to them too. It's only clingy if it's someone that you're not really rocking with and they're hitting your phone or they don't get the hint or like they're just calling you too many times or they're asking you where you are and you're like, I don't even know you like that. That's definitely a line that has been crossed and uh, that's definitely a turn off for me as well. Okay, <clears throat> this next one. I need a drum roll because no, I'm just playing, but... It is huge. It's a huge turn on for me, but she put it in the turn offs. Um, lack of emotional intelligence. And I want, I'll get into it a little later when I talk about mine, but just know that like this is huge. Lack of emotional intelligence. Like, Be aware of your feelings, be able to acknowledge them, and you know, ideally be able to express them. And oof, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk on that a little bit later. But um, this girl says talking badly about exes and bad manners in public, bad manners, period, are super unattractive to me. Um, and talking badly about exes, I think, is so fucking unattractive and unappealing. And like it, that goes back to the same thing of like just how you treat people in general. Like I remember this one guy, he literally like gave me unsolicited shit talking about this girl that he used to talk to because we saw her. I don't even know who she was. He, he pointed her out and was like, Oh yeah, that's that girl. If you see her looking at you weird, it's cause I used to talk to her and like, she was in love with me. Wouldn't leave me alone, but she's a hoe, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, they're now together. So that's weird. <laughs> but then just like, first of all, that says a lot about his character and like, it's a whole facade. But anyways, yeah, just don't talk badly about your exes. Like, exes can come up in conversation. I think that's definitely natural and normal. But to sit there and badmouth them is just, it's really unappealing. Because what are you going to say about me when I leave? And, like, more often than not, I think it's unappealing because you're, you, you're not taking ownership for anything that went wrong. Like, you're completely just shit-talking this person who, and I'm thinking of like, you know, specific scenarios where like the guy calls the girl crazy and she's this and she's that. Meanwhile, he's the one that cheated on her 30 times and like, you know, gave her all these reasons to be quote unquote crazy. So just, yeah, be careful, tread lightly when talking about your exes, but definitely don't bash them and badmouth them, especially to someone that you're trying to like date because that's a huge turnoff. Um, Inconsistency is another one that someone put from a female. Um, another one is being iffy about shit. So I think those two can kind of go hand in hand. But I think iffy is on its own because it's like you're just not sure of, you know, where we are, what we are. Like, if you want me, if you want this, if you don't want this. So um, it's always hard not being on the same page as someone else. But, you know, just being able to communicate that at the bare minimum, I think, is so important. Um this girl put when he knows how to cook. And I think that was supposed to be in the turn ons because that's sexy as hell and definitely not a turn off. But yes, girl, I definitely agree. If a guy can cook, 
sign me up. But we're not about to be in the kitchen together, one at a time. You cook for me one night, I cook for you one night. We can have little cooking competitions, but yeah, that's definitely a turn on. Um, this guy said it turn off his lateness. Yeah, for sure. I think that it just shows a disrespect of the other person's time. And that's super unattractive. And so just being like punctual and, you know, it happens five, 10 minutes late, whatever. But like to be an hour late or to be, you know, 30 minutes late and like especially not have a reason or like just be so nonchalant about it is a huge turnoff. <laughs> this girl said, this is something so small, but I can't do it. Long fingernails. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan either. Um, if you play guitar, that's one thing. Like, for sure, I understand. But if you're just, like, rocking the long fingernails just as a style or because you don't own nail clippers, then that's fixable, I guess, right? Like, you can, like, buy him nail clippers for his birthday <laughs> or clip him in his sleep. Oh, imagine. Um... But yeah, it's definitely not super cute on a guy. This female says, eating unhealthy and not caring about your body seems mean, but I hate it. Yeah, I am right there with you. Um, and I used to always think it was like a superficial kind of tendency to be like, he has to work out and like, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't need you to be at the same capacity of me of like, I don't need, honestly, I don't think I'm that extreme. I think I just like live it as a lifestyle, but I don't need a bodybuilder. But I also don't want someone that's, like, eating McDonald's every day and staying up, you know, on the PlayStation till 5 a.m. every day. Like, it's just someone who cares about their health and their well-being and what they put in their body. And, like, I definitely need someone who works out or is an athlete or just some kind of activity because that's a non-negotiable in my life. And so I don't want someone that's, like, why are you going to the gym again? Why do you need to be there for two hours? Like, I just want someone who kind of gets it and understands and shares that appreciation um this guy said bad hygiene so yeah that's definitely i think that goes for everyone like just even the simplest things of like how your clothes smell right like if you're musty if you like how your house smells um hygiene is just important it just shows a deeper level of like do you care to take care of yourself basically um, this guy says constantly trying to one up the other person with doing something better. Um, did I miss that? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, oh yeah. Past the point of friendly competition. I get that. Okay. So yeah, basically just like diminishing the other person, which I totally get. I think that's very unattractive. Um, and, you know, yeah, he said he also added building each other up, not chair, not tear each other down. So in a relationship, you just want, in, in a friendship or anything, you want someone who's going to, like, build you and build your confidence and challenge you, but in the right ways, not to belittle you, but to help you grow. And so I think there's a fine line there, but that's, yeah, extremely important and definitely a turn off if they're, like, being competitive to the point where it's obnoxious <laughs> and there's no, like, self-improvement going on. They're just, like cocky and trying to be better um than you um this person says laziness yeah for sure um this guy says arrogance yeah it's i haven't met a lot of like truly arrogant people i'm not gonna lie to you like none come to mind um 
Because I think now I'm just at the point where, like, I see someone's confidence and it's just admirable. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, live your life. Be confident. Like, walk with your, you know, chin up and your chest puffed out. Um, I think arrogance, to me, can kind of... I don't know if this is, like, the Webster diction, like definition, but can kind of mean, you know at the demise of someone else, right? So, like, the only way you feel that good about yourself is by putting other people down and not caring about other people's kind of emotions or well-being kind of thing um, to where you're just so self-absorbed that, like, everyone else just falls by the wayside. So I definitely see that being unattractive. But, again, fine line between confidence and cockiness. Um, This person says, this guy says... um, non-supportive and judgmental yeah that's definitely huge um non-supportive is a huge thing especially as someone like I'm a huge dreamer I have a lot of aspirations and so definitely want someone to support them even if they don't understand them um and judgmental will always be a huge turnoff for me men and women like just having a judgmental person like being in their presence in general is so icky to me like I feel gross like I have to call them out because I'm like why are you judging that person you know nothing about their life where they came from who they are what they're going through what their day was like what their life has been like and you're sitting here judging them on such a minuscule thread of their life that you got exposed to and like now you're just put them in this box off that one judgment I can't stand judgmental people period um this guy says, no respect for my opinions, my career choices, my traditions, etc. Yeah, I definitely, it's one of these things where it's like, agree, agree to disagree, you know? Like, we don't have to be aligned on everything. There obviously are some non-negotiables in my book, but, you know, we're different humans from different walks of life. We're definitely going to have different perspectives and opinions. But I think just, like, having respect for one another's different opinions and being able to have open dialogue about it without jumping down each other's throats is really important. Um, this girl says arrogance, ego and daddy issues. Yeah. Daddy issues, mommy issues at this point. Like I said, I'm not here to fix anyone. Like go to therapy. Like that's it. You have no more excuses for why you're emotionally damaged and you continue to cheat on your, all of your girlfriends and then wonder why you're not happy But, like, you keep doing the same patterns (laughs) and expecting a different result. And that is literally the definition of insanity. So get your shit together. We all have trauma. We all have our issues. No one's coming to save you. Fix it. Because I'm not going to be around to tolerate it. Um, This guy, I I promise I'm a nice person. I just, like, feel very strongly about some of these. (laughs) Um, This guy says, being stagnant, codependent, um, the unwillingness of the partner to compromise if needed. Yeah, that's for sure. Like compromise is huge in any relationship. And, um, like I said, it just goes back to communication just being able to talk about your needs, what you want, what you don't want and hearing out your partner and just being able to come to a common ground, even if that takes more than one conversation. Um, this person says people who thinks the whole relationship revolves around them. Yeah, that also goes back to, like, I think the unwillingness to compromise or just complete, you know, like, disregard for the other person is 
an extreme turnoff. Like, this isn't a one-person show. This takes two to tango, baby. So let's uh, figure it out together. Um, and for another turnoff, we have not giving the same energy, uh, being too toxic, being too friendly to other people, not texting back. So, yeah, just, like, be a good person, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Which sounds so easy, but it's so difficult. It's really, like, it's, I feel like it's an active choice to be a good, complete human. Um, and this one is interesting. So she says, I'm married now, but I would always feel like somebody's mother. I roll. There's a difference between empowering and supporting versus enabling bad behaviors. Cleaning his house because he's too lazy ain't it cleaning his house because he's working hard and seeing the fruit of his labors is supporting. And I think that is extremely true. I think in a partnership, you know, it's not always going to be 50-50, right? Like sometimes it's 60-40, 30-70, like you're lifting each other up, like that's kind of what it is. But being someone's mother and like them taking advantage of that is so unattractive. Like, if a guy can't clean his own house, can't do his own laundry, can't cook his own food, um, you know, it's frustrating. And obviously, but it's appreciated when it's like, oh, he had a long day at work. Um, he's stressed out. I'm going to make him a nice meal and, like, wash his sheets and make the bed and, like, clean up a little bit. You know, like, I feel like women, we're naturally nurturing anyways, and we want to do that anyways, right? Like, that's, you know, it's especially how I show love. I like doing shit like that, but not when it becomes like, because it's the person expects it now, right? Because I've already done it a few times. They realize that because I'm around, I'll do it. That is a huge no-no. Um, don't ever expect anyone to do anything because they can switch up an RB and then you're left looking at yourself like you're stupid because you just took advantage of that person. All right, y'all, well, that, that was all of your guys' responses, which were very entertaining. Um, if you're listening, thank you for responding. Um, definitely gave me a lot of things to think about for sure. And now I want to give you guys my turn-ons and turn-offs. So ironically enough, I was telling you that most people, like with those responses, I got a lot more turn-offs than turn-ons. But when I was making my own list, I actually had far more turn-ons than I did turn-offs. Um, and so there are a few things that, like, I'm trying to think of that would be my non-negotiables, but I'll start. So turn-ons. Um, emotional intelligence. This is the highest on my list. Um, someone who, and it kind of coincides with the next one, which is witty, sarcastic banter, like, just being able to, like, have easy conversation, it is my love language, like, conversation is my love language, if you know me, you know I love to talk, I literally have been talking to myself for the past 30 minutes, like, I love talking, I love talking to other people, I love learning, I love, like, challenging, I love getting perspectives, I love sharing perspectives, um, I love talking about emotions and like I feel a lot of them and so it's really attractive and a turn on to me when a guy is able to like reciprocate that energy and be emotionally intelligent 
because like I said, I'm not doing small talk and I especially am not going to spend the rest of my life with someone who only requires small talk um, and can't dig deep. Like I need you to get deep with me, please. And if you can't, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, another turn on I have is able to teach me a new skill or interest. I am super interested in learning about someone else's passion or a skill set you might have or a hobby. I think it's always cool to like, you know, have something different be brought to the table because I bring my own kind of things to the table. And so, you know, whether it's someone that's interested in like, I don't know, chess or rock climbing or baking because I'm great at cooking and I suck at baking. Um, or whatever it is, I do know, just something to be able to teach me about. And all this to say, like, also not teaching me about it in an undermining way. I don't want to be mansplained anything. I'm a sufficient, intelligent woman who can, like, understand things. And if not, I can ask the questions to be able to understand it. Um, and so I think it's attractive when a guy is able to explain something to you that he's super interested and invested in, but also do it in a way that's, like, really respectful of my intelligence. Um, inspiring and challenges me. So I like to surround myself with people in general, friends, family that inspire me and challenge me because I like to do that with other people. And so that's a huge turn on for me as someone who is challenging me to, to become a better person is inspires me just, you know, whether it's like direct or indirect like they're just living their life doing their own thing they're doing great things and I'm just inspired just naturally and also of them just like you know sending me podcasts sending me quotes like just the conversations of just being inspiring there's nothing I love more than walking away from a conversation feeling so energized um and just so inspired like I think that's that's so invaluable um another turn on of mine is transparency and I spoke on last week's podcast, the difference between, you know, transparency and honesty and how transparency is just, I'm trying to be more transparent. And so as I'm growing into this, it's also something that I'm expecting from other people, right? Because it's something that I'm able to put out there. I'm able to give, um, and it's, you know, there's a learning curve to all of it. I'm still like actively trying to learn and to be transparent, but yeah, I think that's something that is very attractive in a, a male, um, just being transparent and open, whether it's about the feelings or about what he's doing, where he's at, like just giving information that I didn't even ask for. It's like, there's no sneakiness, right? It's just all on the table. Cause I've said a lot recently, like give every, give someone all of the cards, right? Like lay all of your cards on the table. That's being transparent. Because then what they do with those cards that they're dealt, that you dealt them, is now in their hands. Like, not to say the complete responsibility and the onus is off of you, but kind of. Because you already gave, like, they know everything. And so how they choose to deal with that information is now their responsibility. And also that's not something to take advantage of. But I just, yeah, I think that's important. Like, say if you're, you know, really into this guy and he's like, listen, I'm not looking for anything serious. I really do mean that. I'm not just saying that. And, um, you know, I don't want this to move anywhere forward, but I do enjoy spending time with you. 
And like that may hurt to hear, but at the same time, like that's super transparent. And now the female has the opportunity to be like, okay, well, damn, now I have this information. What do I do with it? He's not lying to me. And so, you know, I can either take it or leave it. Um, and another turn on I have is being present and personable. So like I said before, quality time is huge for me. And so someone who's not on their phone, someone who makes eye contact, someone who like just really engages in the conversation is so sexy. Like there's no bigger turn on to me than like when I'm sitting on my couch with someone and like we're making eye contact, having great conversation. And you you know that feeling of like, they're invested and interested in what I'm saying. And it's one of those feelings of like, they make me feel like I'm the only person in the room, which I am at that time. But you know, like I'm the only person in the world. Like, and that's such an unmatched feeling of having someone's undivided and, you know, authentic attention. Um, that's super special. So those are all of my turn ons. Um, and like, we can go more superficial, like tattoos are a huge turn on of mine. Um, muscles <laughs> and like you don't have to be jacked but like you know I, I like some shoulders I like hands like I said before I love like big manly hands um yeah just someone who like looks nice like well and like put together and you know yeah I don't know whatever um turn offs so I put lazy apathetic and doesn't care about their health <sighs> apathetic I hate when someone just like doesn't give a shit like it's just cool with things either way I'm like you don't care at all like about anything that's so unappealing and obviously I spoke on before about how someone not caring about their health is a turn off I just want you to care like just eat healthy sometimes and honestly most guys don't even eat that healthy but like at least work out you know like at least like care about your physical appearance and your mental health enough to like work out um, and then the only other turnoff I had that I could think of off the top of my head is poor, um, having a poor negative outlook on life and being judgmental. So I'm a person who, if you know me, I try to have like a pretty optimistic outlook on life and not like, you know, um, blindly optimistic. I, you know, try to be realism when I, or I try to be a realist when I can, but I, refuse to surround myself with people who like always are looking at as the glass half empty excuse me I have the hiccups oh my gosh um and just like are just so negative about everything and about people and judgmental and just upset and angry with life like that really festers and they you know thrive off of you know, company, like misery loves company. And I'm just not there to like commiserate with someone. I'm like trying to grow and expand and like find ways to just love life as is. So life's too short to think so lowly of it, you know? Um, yeah. So that's it. I think that's a wrap. Cause I need to go drink some more tea. Cause my throat hurts from talking for so long, but I really am grateful for you guys listening and for participating um, with all of your answers and responses. That was so entertaining. I was like, as soon as I posted those, I was like, oh, I can't wait to record this podcast. So it's been super fun. Again, thank you for listening. Um, my podcasts come out every Friday now. And so I'll have some topics coming up, which I'm excited about, like showing up as your most confident self, um, 
you know, personal development, um, entrepreneurship, love languages, modern day dating. So I'm really excited about some upcoming topics. And if you guys have any topics you would like me to rant about, feel free to send them my way. Alrighty, y'all. Well, thank you again for listening for the 18th time and peace and blessings. Have a great night, day, morning, whenever you're listening to this. I don't know. Have a good one. All right, y'all. Peace.